Right. Hello. Welcome to the Cosmic Eye Podcast. This is our spirit work show. I'm Jason and I have Angel here as well. Hello, Angel. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. Hello, Angel. Wow, that was, that was, that was a weird intro. I like that one. No, it's it's the um, I think it's the rolling into these episodes now. Yeah. That's just kind of like and go. Yeah, exactly. We're 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 actually see before we were pretending like we were just uh, speaking to each other for the first time and there was like an hour and a half of warm up. Now we're, <laughs> we're literally just jumping in and starting the show. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So where are we at? It's uh, May. Last 18th. of the Taurus. Yeah, it's the last of our Taurus season shows. So we'll probably touch on that a bit, and then we're gonna uh, see where it takes us. I'm uh, I pulled out uh, the Hierophant card. Uh, we talked about that a little bit before yeah but I, I i feel like it might inspire us in some way so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna leave that sitting there and i like this one that i have it's from uh bota i think i've talked about that before so bota it is an organization that paul foster case started and he is my my tarot hero um and the cards that they do and you can get these on amazon if you if you'd like to get them they're they're cheap they're only like 15 bucks but they're uh cards that you actually uh color yourself and the hierophant card that that i'm looking at right now actually they uh the artist actually made paul foster case the hierophant so his 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 face is on that card which is cool so that's an, a, little, oh. a little known fact about that that card so send me a photo of it I will. I will. I'll do that right no, now. Like right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, why, I bet there's no better time than now. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's see what's going on. Oh, last week, actually, I believe last week when we ended, so we ended kind of quickly because we had to wrap it up because we only have 40 minutes. Um, you had a couple, I think you had some stories or a story that you wanted to share that we didn't get to. So let's try to get to that. If you remember what that was. You, what was it? It was something. Oh, oh yes, 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 okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> do you want to start into that, and and uh, uh, or do you want to wait? I think I can wait. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about about this uh, this the end of this Taurus, and we're heading into Gemini. So Gemini, I think we talked about before that when we did Gemini, our Gemini season, we were going to talk about uh, love and twin flames and some of these ideas, yeah. things like that, right? So. Well, definitely twin flames. And then I think uh, kind of just duality in things. Duality. Yeah. Good point. Balance, duality, all those sort of things. Um, there's actually a concept. I, I just looked at this today. Uh, we, we put up a new, and I, I always like to do a little research. So we put up a new necklace. It's an amulet um, of an eye of Ra, which looks very similar to the eye of Horus necklace, you know, the Egyptian eye necklace. Uh, uh -huh. The eye of Ra is the right the right eye so you have to imagine the right eye looking at you and then the eye of horus is like the left eye so they face different directions so the eye of Ra actually is a protection amulet um but the uh wow why was i talking about that <laughs> <laughs> do you ever just go into a tangent and it had a purpose it had a purpose angel and then it it just it brought me down to it like a dead end street and well we, i had mentioned duality <laughs> thank you and so uh so there you go that's what that was about so ra is the egyptian god a solar deity and ra actually helps to maintain ma'at ma'at is a concept in egyptian mythology of balance 
balance and order. So this eye actually helps to, to create a sense of balance in your life and it has a protection of evil. It's like this, it's sort of like this righteous energy that protects from evil influences and keeps the balance of the universe in order. Basically, that's what Ma'at is. So that's that. That's where I was going. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> so you knew, you knew that I was headed somewhere. <laughs> and even if I didn't know where I was going, you got me back on the street. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So the Hierophant card, Hierophant, Hierophant, Hierophant. Did you, uh, did you color this yourself? I did. Okay. I did do that. Uh, I, I, it's pretty close to what it should be. I didn't have the exact colors. So I'll probably do another set of these, but I actually, no, I, I don't dislike the way it turned out. No. What do you um, use? I do. I use these, uh, these um, uh, colored pencils actually. Okay. Or yeah. A lot of people paint them, you know, with watercolors. Oh, that would be cool. But that would be fun. I, I want to do, if I do, the, these are pretty small. They have a bigger set that they offer as well, which I think I'd like to do with the watercolors. So it's a, it really is a cool way, though, to get those images really like um, kind of burned into your subconscious and really awakens the kind of, how can I say this, like the archetypal energies that those cards represent. You know, because you're sitting there staring at them for the, you know, while you're doing it, it's a really meditative exercise. It's almost like doing those, um, those mandala coloring books and those. Yeah. So I highly recommend those as well. In fact, we published one of those a while back. You uh, did? Yeah, yeah. I did. I did one that that was related to my uh, "If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate" tarot book. Okay. I don't really talk about my stuff very much i mean i do i mean i talk about the cards and things like i always forget about the books i mean i've got like we've got like eight books that we did oh. I, need to, I need to talk about those more but anyway not right now. i know that i know the you know the if you can worry one uh because we talked about that we i think that i uh, would bring it up at the beginning when we were doing um virgo and just kind of like starting off Mm -hmm. you know uh yeah. with your practice and things like that i would i would reference the book a lot because it, it was really uh useful and i actually uh quote unquote prescribed it a lot during um when it, when uh, you first had given it to me oh yeah thank you i appreciate that you've always been a, a good proponent for the book i i, I greatly appreciate the support on that yeah so i mean and it is it's a great uh book for uh, beginning meditators and people that are kind of just starting out and there's some basic practices and, and a kind of an understanding that's a, a little bit different than some of the uh, the basic meditation books you're going to get because I really get into how sort of how thought and meditation are interrelated and how like and how you know we're creating with our thoughts and how that is related to meditation and concentration mm -hmm. and so forth so there's some there's some kind of new thought ideas along with the meditation. So I, I find it's a it's a useful book for a lot of people. It seems like we may have to bring that back up for Gemini, you know, because uh, that in itself is a duality or just uh, meditation and prayer, you yeah, know? Yeah, like that. Good idea. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so if you can worry, you can meditate available on Amazon. Uh, <laughs> the uh, So the Hierophant card, um, one of the symbols of this card is this revealer of the mysteries it's connected to taurus and that's why i'm talking about it and you can actually see so look i love these the little hidden symbolism do you see i wish you guys could look along if, i mean if you if you're next to your computer uh look up b-o-t-a hierophant h-e-h-i-e 
R-O-P-H-A-N-T, if you want to look at this card. Uh, but Angel, see where the, uh, the back of his, uh, his throne that he's on? Yeah. Uh, so up in the corners, do you see the, the Taurus symbols, the little bullhorns that are on the edge of the edge of the, they're kind of mold into the edge of the chair? Um, so there's little circles. Oh, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that cool? Yeah. So a lot of subtle little, little things like that uh, that are hidden in the cards. Um, so the Taurus. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I blew you away with that Taurus thing. <laughs> I can't even handle this. It's too much spiritual download for me right now. <laughs> it also kind of looks like those. Uh, I forget what the is it Squidish? Squid? Squidish? That game in Harry Potter? Oh, Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah. Which one? Oh, like the. Uh, oh, yeah. Like the little flying ball. Yep. Yeah, you're right about that. Interesting. I love it. I didn't even think about that. I I, I just I finally I rewatched Harry Potter uh, a few weeks ago. They have all of them on uh, HBO Max now, which is cool. So you can kind of watch oh. them from beginning to end and and see them grow up. It's so crazy when he's so little at the beginning and then he's like a a bumbling right. teenager by the end. You know what I mean? Yes. It's pretty amazing. Um, okay, so what do you what do you get from you know the left? Um kind of like friar looking character mm -hmm. holding the key or touching the key and then the other one just uh praying yeah praying the uh the symbolism that goes along that's interesting so he's touching that silver key and that silver key is representative of the moon energy okay. so he's he's representing uh desire nature with those roses on his back and mm -hmm subconsciousness and how those play together the guy on the right is like uh, wisdom and purity and he's connected to the other key the gold key and he's like he's basically self-consciousness and then he's also uh alluding to super consciousness so those are some of the some of the symbolisms with that and they're both it's it's kind of like this inner process that's going on between the subconscious and the conscious minds and the hierophant is the, is the inner revealer of truth, basically. So they're bowed down to him looking for wisdom, more or less. And he represents this inner part of yourself that leads you to, to truth with a capital T, like spiritual truth, occult truth, you know, esoteric truth, that kind of inner inner guidance idea. Mm -hmm. So that that's more or less what those those two guys represent. There's there's more too, but I I, I don't want to get long-winded. So well. Uh, I like the the this kind of um uh this uh kind of like symbiotic process that's happening with the the giving and receiving right because if if the guy on our right is uh giving him prayers or giving him praise and then the other one is able and then because um, that's the the side that the hierophant would be receiving from is his left yeah and then he would then be giving the other little character the opportunity to receive it seems like right because yeah and it's in, the key yeah for sure and then the way his hand too he's 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 yeah. holding up it's like a benediction type symbolism yeah. and that's it's you know there's a wisdom in that and an offering of like a uh of like god's mercy and you know god consciousness and 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 that sort of thing and love it's all wrapped up in that sort of symbolism and and that's on on the side with the left-hand character as well so that, you know there's that influx into the sub subconscious mind from from higher sources there 
and then uh, and 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 then uh, the guy on the right is also kind of like I said, he's 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 giving, but he's receiving also because he's praying toward towards the hierophant. But then he's also in a you know prayer is you know it it has that double thing. There's like a there's an exchange going on. There's a giving and taking. Yeah, that, that's kind of um, initiated there. I don't know. It's a lot of interesting stuff. The um, it leads me though when I you know because we we th- we talked a little bit before the show or texted a little bit before the show about this idea of um, we wanted to talk a little bit about spiritual groups and the value of um, spiritual group work and that sort of thing. I, I find that, and I know you you do mostly one on one and occasionally. Yeah. One more thing that uh, there's um, just receiving a message where uh, the the uh the staff that he's holding also kind of has like a an antenna you know so like yeah. receiving uh messages or whatever and then the hand that's giving you know is also pointing um so it's just kind of i like all these like, subconscious uh little nuances in these cards every time i i see something i'm like oh i love this so when we do our readings um sometimes i feel like like the message chooses the card um oh, I when that. i do the readings you know yeah. yeah yeah you i like i like how you you come at it from that angle and and then you know mine, mine's interesting because we talked about this before but mine's more like you know i'm a lot of times i'm using the the background work and the a kind of like the lessons and stuff that go along with these cards mm-hmm. and then other stuff will come in afterwards yours is yours kind of like is the opposite of that so you'll like you'll see something and then you know and then then you'll kind of like match that to like what's going on in the card which is is cool and i think it works well the way we read together too yep i like it um on tuesdays on tuesdays (laughs) at 8 p.m pdt yeah (laughs) still can't get used to that i keep wanting to say p what was it It used to be pst yeah standard time now it's pacific daylight time and then i saw that like this this kind of was weird so the the actual the name for the time zone i'm in is arizona yukon time what i'm not kidding you i i looked it up and i'm like it's because this particular part of the state yeah near, near sedona is is like um, it's in its own time zone, so it doesn't follow the rest of. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. It's not Mountain Time. It's Arizona Yukon Time. So I. I have no idea if that's actually aligned up with Alaska or why it's called Yukon Time, but it's Yukon Time. So it's weird little anomalies. Um, Arizona and their time zones. Arizona. <laughs> also, we don't do uh, daylight savings time which helps so we're we're like either a, a an hour or two hours out of whack depending on what's going on so yeah i don't get it anyway uh god bless everyone so <laughs> the unless you're seeing anything else from the higher fans no no no, that's it sorry okay. go ahead no no not at all i'm glad you brought that up oh actually no i was going to say something i was going to piggyback on that so that receiving station is also interesting because so that like the traditional symbolism from BOTA that's associated with that little tree looking thing. Uh, it's connected, it is connected to uh, the, tree, the tree of life in some ways, oh. um, but it also represents uh, more importantly, the uh, four uh, 
four um, the sort of four worlds or four levels of existence. So there's like okay. four levels of existence in uh, in uh, in Kabbalah, and it represents those. And we'll t- we'll talk about that one of these days. Actually, it's an important concept, and it it also correlates to in roughly to earth, air, uh, fire, and water. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah, and it does. I mean, at least in the Hermetic Kabbalah and traditional Jewish uh, Kabbalah, it does not, but it does in the Hermetic Kabbalah. And Hermetic Kabbalah is really the the path that that I've went down, uh, which includes like Egyptian stuff and Greek stuff and mystical Christianity and Jewish Kabbalah and other assorted magical traditions. So it's a little more um, syn- syncretic, I guess you call it. You know, there's yeah. syncretism. I feel like you might have recommended a book or something that i'm sure is somewhere <laughs> i think i did yeah i think yeah. i did one of these days we'll uh we'll do us we'll do a study on on, on kabbalah and that, so speaking of that groups groups yes oh so, well you had mentioned the elements because we're doing the elements as a oh yeah that's a short be. segment yeah and then right. we'll then i guess we'll we could do that i think that would be cool to because then i get to learn as we go as well because you know how much yeah. i love reading yeah yeah exactly i know how much you like reading <laughs> well you i think you actually like reading but i don't think you have time for reading most of the time Correct. yes that's, yeah so yes. that's that's the difference um all right so groups 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 so this card this hierophant card that's associated with taurus um it does have a special connection to this idea of mystery schools and mm-hmm. spiritual groups and this particular character i think i talked about this a little bit um is part of ritual work when you're doing ritual magical work depending on the system that you're in ceremony most ceremon- ceremonial magic has like these like so when you do your ritual work there's stations so individuals embody these stations and these archetypal ideas uh in a in a sort of group setting and then uh there's a, there's a hierophant and there's a hieraeus which is the female version of this and then there's like this whole kind of array of different characters that represent archetypal and occult like principles and things like that okay um not to not to go too deep into it but the point of that is this you know this idea of of group work and spiritual work it's interesting because i think uh these days especially you know post kind of post covid and i don't know that we're post covid yet but we're sort of mentality where we're yeah. trying to move past it, right? Let's say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think during the sort of isolation period of COVID and so on, a, a lot of a lot of people have gotten away from from doing group work. And also, I know a lot of people that, you know, kind of are 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 sort of independent, mystical, new agey kind of folks. Sometimes bristle at the idea of of group stuff because hmm. they. Get, they think of a lot, not everyone, not everyone. Mm-hmm. There's a certain number of people, I think, that have maybe had bad experiences, maybe when yeah. growing up and going to temple or church or mosque or whatever, and it didn't vibe with them. And and they think of, you know, group work as being like that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, I think one of the interesting things that's going on now, that at least I'm sensing this, is that people are getting back to wanting to be in community and do work together. And I think they're easing back in through online things. And I think that's eventually going to lead to more groups again. And I, yeah. and I, I see this, and I think after kind of this idea of like 
you know, you've seen some of the changes, you know, people talk about 2012 as being kind of this point where, you know, we're moving into a different era and a different type of spiritual and religious understanding and so on. And the age of Aquarius was talked about a lot in the 60s and 70s and 80s and still occasionally is now. But it's this idea that there's this kind of new understanding and a sort of new way of doing things. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling that we're moving into a period where like group work is going to start to become more and more popular again. Do you think that it's a response to that uh, human retrograde that I spoke of before, where uh, in on a human level, I feel like we're regressing in terms of like defending each other in human rights forms or mm -hmm. uh, just taking people's rights away to dictating how they live, you know, and yeah. what choices they make and who they're allowed to be or not allowed to be. Um, maybe perhaps in a spiritual sense, there is this like desire to combat that and say, you know what, we're going to rally up together and then yeah. show you that, you know, this is, this is not how it is, or this is not how it should be. Cause there's always a resistance. Yeah. Or this is not a resistance. How, yeah. This is not how we're going to live. We're going to be an example and do things differently. Yeah. Or just like, fight back, you know, yeah, on, in yeah. a, kind of like a spiritual sense. For sure. I, I totally agree with you there. And I think that also a lot of these movements, I think, and new groups that are going to start to form are also going to have an element where there's more of a, a shared sense of responsibility for the group and for the community and stuff in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. like um, being more kind of self-sufficient and sustainable and being able to work together and support each other to create something different and so for example yeah. like i see a lot of these neat uh, intentional communities and spiritual groups that that form where you know there's a there's this kind of sense of community and a structure of support that doesn't exist out in the world and even to the point of like financial support and you know entrepreneurial support you know yeah. trying to start their own little businesses you know the community will support them in that and then there's like there's you know a lot of them have their own um localized monetary systems and things to encourage trading within the community i just okay. i think i think we're going to see a lot more of this i just i get a yeah. sense that people are they want to break free of this machine that we're living in and create something different. And sometimes in order to do that, you have to sort of pull out and say, okay, I'm going to, I don't like what's going on here. And so I'm not going to participate, you know? Right. Yeah. I, so, I'm really glad that you kept repeating the word support. I li literally, or yeah, was just talking about that right before uh, I signed on with you. Um, I, <sighs> I think that at times, yes, I agree with you that people uh, make the statement saying, I'm not happy with what's going on out there in the world and I want to, you know, find something else. And also, I think that it's important to listen to this other aspect of yourself when you might be saying, I'm not happy with what's going on inside of me that might be creating this sense of fear or lack of trust in others. Yes that I won't be able to have the support of another individual or individuals, or I'm not um, allowed to, or I'm not good enough for, especially when you think about yourself in a spiritual sense. You know, it's, it's a very questionable thing of like what, what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do, if you're doing it right, if you're not, you know, doing it right. Um, there's a, 
even deeper, I think, and more intimate sense of um, fear or concern when it comes to finding somebody that you can trust. You know, think about just trusting somebody with your money, right? That's like something tangible or uh, trusting somebody, I don't know, to uh, help you clean your home or do uh, things like that, your car. Um, but when you think about entrusting somebody with your soul or your spirit, that has to be crippling in, you know, in some, it can be when, uh, because it's like, who, I don't, I don't know you in that, in that level, or I don't know you that way. And then my human experience has led me to not trust others or that I'm not good enough to have somebody support me or care for me on that level or any, any aspect. So if you just, the thought of going into this group or community and saying, yeah, I'm going to trust you with this. You know, it takes, I think it takes a, a few steps or a few small oh, steps sure. to get there. And yeah. Then, but once you get there and I've described this before, um, I think, I think I, kind of described it this way when I was in middle school. When you find that community and you really feel that resonance because you feel it in your bones, it's as if you've been traveling a world where nobody spoke your language and then all of a sudden you find someone that does or you find a group of people that does and then everything just makes sense. You know, I think that that just kind of, keep that in mind that feeling of yes I'm home so yeah yeah exactly and I think that when you kind of start to you know you find those places you find these little pockets of of that and it might be online or it might be you know in kind of um less connected ways you know what you know start to pay attention to those where your heart's being led and where yeah. you feel at home and and see what and see what unfolds and I think like kind of what we're what we're doing and as our stuff is unfolding, you know, I think we're kind of moving in a direction where there's going to be a more, more of a community and more of a spiritual group oriented sort yes. of. Yes. And I think we're starting to develop that. I see it kind of unfolding naturally through uh, the work that we're doing, the feedback that we're getting from the podcast and in the readings and, and the you readings know, are, are more immediate because I don't have access to to the podcast information yeah but exactly. the readings well i actually don't even have access to the, <laughs> to the tarot information either right. because my my instagram seems to shut me out which i kind of like in Stand a sense because uh the way that i do readings it's just um uh i mean we, we're both pretty intuitive but um you have that uh background information right with the tarot cards um also you created them so um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but when I don't have, you know, information, because I think what you're about to say, and I cut you off, um, is that there's this sense of community that's building, and there's a, you know, like a consistent group of people yeah. um, that that sign on. And um, I think sometimes I have to ask you when, you know, when we do like our wrap up combo, um, or yeah, if if this is the same person as last week last or, week yeah exactly because i can't see anybody <laughs> yeah yeah because so angel can't see the question so we do a, when we do our live instagram reading for whatever reason uh, you know i'm seeing i see the questions that people type in he, he's not seeing them on his side so so i i kind of have to do a recap for him uh, but but it is so we're seeing the same people 
of showing up week after week. And we want you guys that are listening to this show regularly, because we do have a lot of regular listeners, and I don't necessarily get feedback from everybody, but we do have a good amount of regular listeners. And I'm one, very thankful and grateful that you show up and listen, and other people are uh, they're supporting the show financially and so forth. Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. And, you know, supporting uh, our shop and, and Angel's shop as well. Angel has uh, his, his beautiful crystals on uh, Etsy and so on. And all that stuff, you know, helps to support, you know, the movement and kind of what we're trying to do and moving forward into creating something different. Like we talked about, it's like a sense of a place where, you know, it's a coming home and a group that's gonna gonna grow and and really turn into something where we can make changes within our own lives and you know radiate that outward to make changes out in the world in a positive way and yeah i think i even saw people posting the um you know the um i guess post <laughs> yeah. that we we're going to be signing on shortly you know yeah exactly and I, i'm so grateful for all that and it, it again it starts to you start to see kind of like Oh, there's something happening here. So please, please join us. And, you know, and people are starting to communicate almost like in a forum too, like in between the readings, talking to each other and stuff. So, so you can type your question in and then Angel and I will, will answer. Um, and then, but I also see people kind of interacting with each other, um, yes. like in the, in the board, like, I don't want to call it the boards and the message board, but just <laughs> in, the, in the feed or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so that's a cool thing. So, but again, that's it's it is you know it's kind of a very basic little group, and it's and it's and it's and I think the one of the values of a, of a group um, is that it's one of these situations like you talked about the stuff that's going on within yourself. A group setting is a very interesting place to work that stuff out because people will push your buttons, yeah, and when they do, then you realize there's something that you need to look at in your own self. Yes, that person may be acting like an a-hole. I mean, that is absolutely possible. But at the same time, why is it pushing your buttons? What in you is reacting to that? Why? You know what I mean? Yes. And, and then it becomes like group work when you do group therapy. And it's like you've got to have like this situation where there's a free flow of information and a certain amount of, of control and a certain amount of respect, obviously, for all the individuals and so on. And, and then I think that's what we're trying to foster. And good groups do do that. You know, they push you, but at the same time, um, there's, a, there's enough control that things don't get out of hand and people can, you know, we, you can mediate a situation if it starts getting heated or what have you, right? Yes. But you need that to grow, don't you think? Yeah. And then, I, I, again, I really appreciate that you keep using this word support because when you've been in, a, I'm sure you've been in group kind of like teaching settings or learning yeah. settings. Um, you somehow become in sync with one another. Yeah. And uh, I've, because I've done these like clairvoyance classes or like uh, Reiki classes or things of the sort. And you somehow, you, uh, you just become one mm -hmm. um, with one another. But I like when everybody kind of goes around and talks about what they, what they, what they see, you know, because then at that point, you are allowed to, still keep your individuality because you know i'm all about that um so still keep your individuality and but participate in this group setting and then also um you you can see the difference you know like how another person's perspective will it's the same as staffing like you know uh i don't know if you got that far but like staffing 
like a case, you know, you talk about like, you know, how you would, how you would work something or, you know, you just uh, workshop it essentially, but yeah, you get to hear other people's perspectives and the things that they see or, or the details that they see in this vision or, you know, this prediction or whatever it may be, I guess, similar to what you and I do, you know, on, on the Terra Tuesdays, you, you sync up with the individual or whomever it is that you you're doing the reading for or we're doing the reading for and then we we bounce off of each other you know yeah uh, we bounce these ideas and and then i will say something that will then inspire you or somehow open you up to to a new message and then vice versa you do the same like often when you um when you uh, are speaking, which you probably don't see me because you're focused on your reading, which makes sense. But I have like these like smirks or these like, you know, like <laughs> mini chuckles because I'm like, oh my God, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah no, I and I, I do, I do, I do the same thing. I'll hear you yeah. saying stuff and I'll be like, there it is. You brought it up. Perfect. Yeah. And I've got another point too. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that is exactly what a good group doesn't and here's here's the biggest thing and you you touched on it a little bit but it's like the group if it's done well and the people that are kind of um like spearheading it or kind of like you know um shepherding the group let's say yeah um if if they're at a high level of vibration in the work that they're doing and in their own kind of lives mm -hmm. it, it raises the vibratory level let's just say vibratory level of the group itself and so yes. you know if you're if you're feeling somewhat low or you know somewhat depressed and you get into the group it raises the vibration it raises the energy level and everybody's kind of humming at the same sort of positive yeah. vibe and by the time you get out of it, it you know it, it feels like a like there's been a healing session almost it's that, really oh, always it always feels like that yeah right? yes so and i think that that's important so if you feel that when you're when you're in a group setting it's a good indication that, you know, that thing is moving in the right direction. If you feel drained and you feel attacked and you feel like, why am I here? And yet you keep going, it's not the right group for you. Right. So right. something to, something to keep in mind, because I think sometimes people get caught up in, in, in situations for whatever reason that are not working for them. And so it's important to recognize that and notice it Uh five minute countdown. So <laughs> just kind of throw that out there. Um, I like that. I like, uh, I, I like this. I think <laughs> that it, you know, that it's, it is important because uh, there are so many, and I know that we maybe sound like preachy <laughs> when, when we discuss that there's so many, like um, there's so many options out there and it's just so important to make sure that you find the right fit. Yeah. Um, I know on my uh, individual journey, I've, you know, tried sampled um a few things and then i think it was just everything was leading me to just kind of do your own you know yeah uh, essentially i think even when i when even prior to starting the this podcast and you know getting all those uh uh book uh suggestions from you um i think i told you when i was going through the my last experience like i think the message is just saying you got to do this on your own, maybe do some research. And then I probably scoffed at that. <laughs> uh, and uh, but like, that's, research. That's, yeah. <laughs> How dare you tell me to do research? I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, yeah, you know, you just, you'll, you'll know. And sometimes things start off the, you know, in a good way and in a positive way, and they just end up uh, maybe just 
thumping on the ground or thudding. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it doesn't always have to be about you. You know, yeah. it is your experience. And it is, uh, you know, your, there are your messages to, to listen to, but your message doesn't have to be the negative one. You know, your message yeah. can be like, it's time to just, you know, strengthen your individual wings or uh, let go of that crutch uh, that might be holding you back. So, yeah, I think, well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I was just going to say too. And then if, you know, if uh, you're in a setting and the setting that I imagine, and I'm sure you see this as well, where it's this dynamic situation where, you know, there's not this sort of dogmatic belief structure where, you know, you've got to believe this or you're not a part of the group, or you've got right. to do that or you're not a part of the group, but you build into the structure of the system, this um, structure, structural uh, kind of elements, in other words, like guide, some guidelines and some supportive yeah. uh, help but it's like, if that doesn't work with you and vibe with you, that's cool too. I mean, you've got to find your own path. It's like, I, I had this great Buddhist teacher when I was young. Um, he was a monk and, you know, at the time, and my friend and I had went to this, this to learn how to meditate. We were like 13 years old or something. And oh, nice. um, this monk had told us, my friend had a problem with reincarnation. He's like, I just don't know how I feel about reincarnation. He's like, this monk goes, oh, he's like, I don't, I don't believe in reincarnation. He's like, what do you mean you don't believe in reincarnation? You're a Buddhist. He goes, I don't have to believe in reincarnation until I experience it myself and it resonates within me. Buddhism does not require me to believe anything. And, and Buddha built that into the system itself so that here's a framework and some guidelines that worked for me. That's what Buddha said. And, you know, if they work for you, great. And if they don't, more power to you. You'll find your way. Yeah. And I think that reminds me of, I think that story about the religious astronomer that I was talking to you about that I mentioned in my, yeah, that yeah. teacher said in class, like, yeah, that, that was you know, God gives us the opportunity or the ability to see what, you know, whatever. So they still use your, I love that. I love when people incorporate uh, or integrate your own thought process while giving you the opportunity to explore something else, but not forcing you to do it, you know, still allowing a that autonomous uh, free will. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's what counseling and, and therapy are all about. So, you know, and of course, you know, both of us are kind of, you know, you're, you know, fully trained in that and I'm, you know, partially trained in that, but I'm trained in that in a spiritual sense, you know, oh, as well. Sure. So, and it's the same, you know, it's the same thing. So you got to let people unfold at their own pace. Uh, I hate to- In other <laughs> words, when we start our cult, you'll have all the autonomy. <laughs> be who you will be. Yeah, exactly. And then a support structure to help you uh, find your way. All right. So we have less than a minute. So join us on uh, on Tuesdays, 8 p.m. PDT, Instagram live at Cosmic Eye Tarot at Angel on the eighth day. Uh, you can check out CosmicEye.org. You can check out Angel's store at Angel on the eighth day on Etsy and ours is Cosmic Eye Tarot. And uh, join us for our other uh, show that we're going to have soon, our four elements show. And that is about it. Thank you, Angel. I will talk five, to you. Five elements. That's right. Five elements. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll speak Bye. to you. Bye-bye. <laughs>